0: Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge
1: with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Extension Director for Family Consumer Sciences at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Kelly May, our Senior Extension Associate for Family Finance and Resource Management. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. So, Kelly, the weather outside is cold today as we were recording. And today's topic is planning ahead for a fun family vacation. And so you have me dreaming of warm weather <laughs> and beaches and the ocean, but and it's planning ahead from a financial standpoint. And I think that that's reminders that, that we can all use because big purchases don't just happen. And typically, right. you know, a vacation mm-hmm. is outside of our typical budget and spending, and so it, it can qualify as a big purchase. So I think it's I think it's good that we talk about ways to help folks put a vac- family vacation into their financial plan. What are those advantages of planning ahead?
0: So planning ahead, the best thing about it is it gives you time to save up money and time to find better deals. And you know, I like to find. Oh, a and good I love deal. a good deal too. So, no
1: doubt <laughs> um, about it.
0: so I am definitely thinking of my own family vacation as I work on this podcast in related materials in. You know, it's not, like you said, it's not something you can just put together. I don't like to put these kinds of things on my credit card and have them looming over me for months. So I'm I'm a firm believer in saving up so that you can pay it off, hopefully before you even get there, or at least for the most part. Uh, So now is the time to plan ahead, especially if you're going to vacation in the summer when it can be a little more expensive um, and a little more crowded. And if you wait, you just won't have that time to set aside the money that you need
1: right and i and i think that those are all good tips because i would think for anyone a paid for trip is a much more enjoyable trip that's right <laughs> um, you know our kiddos are probably going to enjoy the trip regardless but right. for the adults in the picture that if they know that this is something that they can easily afford within their within their budget it it does allow them to to enjoy it more what's that first step in planning
0: setting a goal. You know, I like goal yes, setting. Yes. <laughs> the first thing up is to have a discussion with everyone who might be going. And and especially the the more expensive trips are usually the ones that include more people, right? So you have <laughs> more people to fit in a room or more rooms that you need to reserve, more food, more uh, travel to arrange. So the, the more people who come, the more it might cost. And it's important to have those people on board with what you're picking. So Uh, selecting a destination that everybody can agree with is important. Sometimes the destination picks itself and it's just figuring out how to afford it. The next thing is to choose dates that match schedules for work, school, and activities. And so that's why I'm talking about a summer vacation because I have kids and they have to be in school. and, And my daughter cannot miss school, so we will have to fit it within that time frame and i realize it's a little more expensive so for me planning ahead is important so that i can afford the trip without being stressed out,
1: right? There, there is no doubt because you know I have kiddos as well. That when you're planning trips around spring break, fall break, or summer, mm-hmm. that you're always in in the peak travel time. I typically plan our vacations a year in advance. Some of that <laughs> is just for what you said from from a calendar standpoint, just to make certain it's on everybody's calendars and that that's blocked out. Mm-hmm. But it does allow us plenty of time to figure out if we're flying, when to get the best airfare deal, or to look for hotel deals, and it- also gives us choice so that we're not, that we don't right. get stuck paying more later because maybe all the reservations are Last full. minute,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. can cost more sometimes. Well, and a tip for people who don't have kids is to avoid those times <laughs> where the people right. who do have kids are going. So if you can avoid the spring and fall break times and think elementary and middle and high school as well as post-secondary school. True, true. So, because um, they may have different spring and fall breaks, Um, and also late summer is very popular for families. So if you're able to avoid those windows, you may save quite a bit of money. Other things you might need to think about as far as your uh, total cost would be where you're going to stay. Obviously, that's a big cost is your lodging. Uh, Your transportation, how, how you're going to get to the destination if it's out of state or even in state, and then how you're going to get around once you get there. So if you fly, you have to think about, do I need a car or is there a bus service or how will I go see the things I want to see, which is your entertainment, which is yet another cost. And then, of course, food. And it's always good to ask up front about fees, such as resort fees and parking fees and things like that.
1: Yeah. Unexpected fees can be, Mm -hmm. sometimes can be substantial depending on where you're traveling to. Right.
0: And I know some of the more sought-after locations, you'll get this great rate on a hotel and you think, I'm really getting a deal. And then you get there and find out they have a resort fee that accounts for the bus service that they provide and the breakfast that they serve and this and that. And that can be half the price of the hotel room every night. (laughs)
1: So I'm going to tell you one of my favorite things that I've done with my kids as they were growing up as we were planning for family vacations. And some of this was to manage the, the vacation budget that one thing that I just kind of bothers me as a parent is, you know, when my kids are like, can I get this? Can I do this? Can, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And all of that can add up if it's not planned within your trip. So I started when my kids were little that I would give them a budget for the trip and they would then choose how they wanted that budget to be spent. So if they did want to maybe go to do a bigger activity, then as we were picking out activities for the other days, they would maybe have to look for a free museum or something that was very low cost. So to really help them understand how much these things do cost and and for them to prioritize, for them to really put their emphasis on, well, if they're willing to spend that much of what they've been allotted for the whole trip on that item for that activity, then that's probably something that they important. really want yeah. to do.
0: And so, in, and again, talking with your family and finding out what's important to them. It's going to make the trip more memorable. So you may not have to do everything on your wish list, but find out everybody's top thing and make sure you now, squeeze those things in. I can say that in. my
1: kids love putting together their vacation Oh, I'm budget. sure they
0: don't. But, <laughs> but, you know, I do that, too. Uh, my daughter's a little younger than mm-hmm. um, your kids. And we give her—we're uh, not big on spending a lot on souvenirs. I mm-hmm. feel like the memories are more important yes. than buying something that you're not going to remember a year from now. So we give her money— that is hers to choose what she wants to buy. And she can buy one thing and or two things or however she wants to split it up. And it's not a whole lot of money, but that gives her the choice. And, and she feels like she still gets something, but we're not spending a ton and, Buying something in every gift shop we right. encounter, and,
1: and we do that exact same thing. My kind of standard statement is, "Well, your treat was getting to come," yeah. and, and so they they do. They we, we tend to give them a little bit of a budget, and our our youngest one, um, when she knows a trip is coming up, she'll start a couple weeks early asking. What's my spending budget? What's my spending <laughs> budget? Because she she is really into it. And she does a great job of, of sticking to it. And it's taken a couple years for her to figure that out of, well, if I spend all my money on day one and day five, yes. if that's something that I want. So she, she's kind of really figured out how to manage. And like you said, it's very small. It might be 10 or $20, yeah. but it does, I think, help alleviate a lot of that stress. Stress or even parents struggle with, with kids right. when you're trying to get them out, because almost anything you go to, there's a gift shop at the end exactly. when you're trying <laughs> to get them out, that it does really, really help.
0: The best attractions certainly know how to market. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how, how can we make vacations cost less?
0: Okay. So first off, uh, we talked about all the things that could cost money. So it's a good idea to total that up in your mind, at least have an idea of the rough total, right? And then you can break that down just like you did with your kids' budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, the adults who are <laughs> responsible for the entire trip, for the entire trip, need mm-hmm. to do that on a large scale and figure out how much money do I need to put aside every month. And if you know, if your extra income that you're already putting aside isn't enough, then you need to think about what can I do to earn extra income, or what can I do to cut something in the meantime. And so, we went on a big trip last year, and I made a conscious effort to cut a couple of things knowing that this particular trip was going to cost more than I would normally spend. And and it did work out. For making it cost less, I would say looking for discounts and advance deals. Again, that planning ahead can really help. So sometimes if you're going to a theme park or something like that, there may be discounts for buying in advance. You could get lodging discounts if you book ahead of time. Or sometimes if you have a certain number of days, the cost goes down for, you know, you're making the commitment to stay with them. So they give you a little bit of benefit for choosing to stay in the same place the whole time. And then also consider the amenities that are available. So some hotels offer like a continental breakfast, or if they have a fridge or microwave in the room that you can, you know, bring some lunch meat, make some sandwiches. That can save a lot of money in the long run. I know restaurants cost a lot. They don't always offer the healthiest options. Some do. They can be very convenient. So... I don't know that anybody needs to be really militant about this, but it's a great way to have some healthy food available, especially if you have a refrigerator in your room. You can have some fruits and vegetables on hand. True, Definitely good for snacking. Uh, If you're flying, book your airfare early for better rates. I know the closer you get, the more expensive it gets, and sometimes... You can get a really good last minute deal, but I wouldn't count on that. Especially for a family vacation. Yes. A lot of times the seats aren't available and it's not good if you got a deal for one and you have four people going. Mm -hmm,
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) So also consider the type of vacation. Think about what you hope to get out of it. And sometimes the most sought after destinations are the most expensive. So you might be able to recreate a similar experience at a place that costs less. So instead of going to the the big city and staying downtown maybe stay on the outskirts and drive in to the attractions you want to see and you know as long as it's safe that's obviously a consideration but instead of the the mega attraction maybe visit a smaller theme park so you get the the thrill of the rides and the entertainments that are there without the giant price tag
1: and maybe less crowds as well yes that's
0: true too um so look for a similar experience at a lower price
1: I know one thing that I feel like we've been fairly successful with in planning family vacations is looking at off-peak destinations. Mm -hmm. So one of, and I think my kids would agree with this too, one of our favorite family vacations was we went out west, which normally would have been, I think, really expensive during the winter months and people could ski. We went during the summer months and, you know, there was not any crowds at all. The scenery was still beautiful. Obviously, we did different attractions than what you would have done if you'd been there during the winter months, but we we saved substantially. And also we saw what we wanted to see because right. we're not that kind of outdoorsy people. So um, <laughs> we, we did what we wanted to do, but we did it at a much less expensive time. The restaurants weren't full, the you know the towns that we were in mm-hmm. weren't, weren't covered up with tourists. So kind of looking at those off-peak times to go places too, I think is a great tip.
0: Right, and don't feel like you have to do everything. Just because you go to a place that has all these things True. available- You know, pick and choose. Pick the ones that mean the most to you and your group. Look for activities that are free or less expensive. You mentioned a free museum or a a park, or uh, there's a lot of beautiful things that you can see that don't cost a lot of money. Make a balance, you know, do the thing that's most important, even if it might be a little more costly, but then work in some of the things that won't cost you as much too.
1: Excellent. Great tips, Kelly, and you have me excited on this very cold day for our next family vacation. I'm
0: ready to make some reservations.
1: Exactly. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question, or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT.